Good evening, my good sir. Hello, and welcome to the first official episode of Eric Squared Circle. This is Eric Ozio speaking with Eric Robinson. We're working on the theme music still as well. We have a set show for you tonight, primarily bouncing springboarding off of the topics that we did in our rough episode, if you were happen to catch that, regarding the major event coming up in the WWE, and that is the Royal Rumble. My personal favorite, Eric, I think it's his second favorite, but that's okay. What you you know what? It, I, I got to say, it's the equivalent of the All-Star game, man. I mean, it's it's really hard to not be excited about something like this, especially because we're finally on the road to WrestleMania season. Re- yeah. Wrestling calendar is about yeah. to reset. So, you know, let's let's get into it, man. There's a lot to break down here between TakeOver and the full card that we know. And there's definitely been some changes since the last time that we talked about this. So, uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and dive right into it, man. So we have the All-Star game when it comes to WWE coming up this weekend. We have the Super Bowl of WWE coming up in two and a half months. We have the actual Super Bowl coming up next week. We have all these things coming up, but we're more excited for the Royal Rumble this Sunday. We do not care about Pro Bowl. Football is over in my mind. I am moving on to the road to WrestleMania, the road that every single promotion gets geared up for, intensifies their wrestling, intensifies their creativity. I can't wait. Starts on Sunday. Yeah, so let's just get into it, man. Um, I mean, we we got a lot to go over here. I, I think that we just really kind of need to start with start with the card itself. I mean, obviously, um, you know, men's and women's matches, um, just about every title's on the line. Universal title, WWE title, both Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships on the line. SmackDown Tag Team titles are on the line. We got the United States title on the line, man. Um, uh, and oh yeah, not to mention the Fatal Four Way for the Cruiserweight title, which is uh, headed for the kickoff show. Um, let's start there, man. It, it's it's we got uh, Buddy Murphy taking on uh, Hideo Itami. He is taking on Cedric Alexander, and uh, let me get my uh, notes up here. It's an exciting, exciting time, man. Uh, let's see. Our current champion still is Cedric Alexander, if I'm not correct. If I'm not it's Buddy Murphy, buddy. Uh, buddy Murphy, so there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Again, I have uh, I will. <laughs> Unfortunately, I you know, the Cruiserweight title still is something that, you know, I'm still kind of diluting into my appetite when it comes to wrestling. You know, there's so much available. So, you know, you, I pretty much just catch the main cards and when they bring it up and they bring it hard. Well, 205 Live, uh, since they've brought it back under Triple H and he's taken back over creative for it, it's definitely been uh, right. it's, it's been very reminiscent of the Cruiserweight Classic Tournament. Uh, so Buddy Murphy's going to be taking on Akira Tozawa, Hideo Itami, and Kalisto mm-hmm. in a fatal four-way match. Um, uh-huh. I think at this point in right, ta- right now, uh, my prediction is Buddy Murphy. He mm-hmm. has been on fire since taking this title from Cedric Alexander down in his hometown in uh, Melbourne, I believe it is, at the uh, Super Showdown. Back in October, um, I see no reason to change things up right now. Uh, you know, getting to go to 205 Live has done wonders for his career, and I really think that this is, you know, sky's limit, and it's going to be his year to own that division. What about you? Is there a reason that Cedric Alexander, is he not taking his rematch at the Rumble, or has he already exhausted that option? Well, I, I think this has to do with kind of the new regime change, um, you know, since McMahon's and and Triple H have have decided that the automatic rematch clause is is done. That's what um, I want to get them yeah. now. 
giving giving everybody opportunity. I love it, man. I mean, these are mm-hmm. these are all gentlemen that are more than deserving of it. I mean, Kalisto's really been getting the rub on Raws of late with Lucha House Party. Hideo mm-hmm. and Tommy since moving to 205 Live. It's been night and day since his NXT run where he was, you know, injury prone and uh, had to start and stop pushes. Yeah, and just to say, was no, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, yeah, Akira Tozawa, I mean, he's always been somebody that's entertaining, um, you know, ever since he, he has mm-hmm. made his, his uh, debut in WWE after the tournament. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think this is going to be really fast-paced, and, and we're going to get, you know, some, oh, some great spots here. So, I'm excited. Right. And just like a side note to that, there's so many instances you can point to when it comes to rematch clauses where guys have not gotten a rematch. And, you know, completely negated that rule now that that's out that's not an argument the best available goes on you have your opportunity just like it is um just like buddy murphy which i do think he will retain i mean it's too fresh and i think he's still well liked by the crowd too well liked at this point um really need to get after that personally um so yeah definitely excited to check that out um is that going to be a pre-show event it is early on seven yes yes that's that's uh, actually it starts at five this year. We got a big four, so pre shows are always five to seven there. So right. yeah, five to seven to five, WWE yeah. Network. <laughs> yes, sir. So uh, I'm having a little soiree over to watch the Rumble, just like I am the Super Bowl. But moving on to the next spot in the card, you know, I'm not exactly sure of the order right now. I'm expecting it to be, you know, Becky and uh, and Ronda. Actually, we uh, if if we're gonna go pre-show right into full show. No, yeah, uh, yeah, we're gonna go full pre-show. I mean, what? I mean, what other pre-show uh, shows? I mean, uh, bouts are you you know excited about? Do you expect to be on the pre-show like United States Championship? Uh, yeah, uh, U.S. title is confirmed for Smackdown the pre-show. Okay. Okay, uh, we got Rusev and Nakamura. Um, I, I think that at this point, you know, my prediction right now is Rusev. Um, it's been great to see him finally get that that Rusev day push, and you know, management starting to see that everybody's really behind him and turning him into the sympathetic babyface. Um, you know, kind of after the the altercation between him and and Shinsuke that you know wound right. up with Lana, uh, you know, taking a pretty bad bump. Um, right. yeah, you yeah. know, I, I'm loving the sympathy that they're building for him. Um, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that I want to is... see, I want to see that Machka kick to Shinsuke's face, and I need to see a full-born, like, like just wrap his ass up because Shinsuke. Oh my god, I do like Shinsuke, but he's such an ass lately, and it's it's killing me. Yeah, I mean that begs the question now. I mean, what's next for for Shinsuke? I mean, he's at least in my mind lost a lot of momentum. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as of 2018, since he lost to AJ at WrestleMania, um, it just seems like he never really recovered from that. And right. it was cool to see him win the U.S. title, but there there really were you know some periods where he wasn't even on TV, and and you know the the United States of Knock America didn't necessarily take off. I think the way that anybody intended. Um, you know, so I, I, I personally would like to see him end up in the elimination chamber next year or next month. Um, you know, if, if there's going to be, you know, one for the WWE title, you know, I say, let him get back in that picture. I, I think that that's a playground that's, that's well built for, 
for the King of Strong Style. So so give me some Nakamura there. Ding, 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 ding. I have a first uh, alert to a personal segment. I'm just going to stick it in there. Rumor alert. I've actually heard rumors and gone through the you know the social media wire and gone through everything. So you know I like to spin it like a true troll. I've heard, you know, rumbling, bumbling, bumblings. And they're just little bumblings that Shinsuke is looking to get back into the New Japan scene, is looking to get back potentially in the indie scene. Um, I'm not saying this year, and I'm pretty sure his contract runs out for at least another two, two and a half years. But, I mean, anybody can bounce out of that thing. Don't be surprised to see Shinsuke Nakamura on WWE in 2020. Um, it it really like wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just like how people are saying about Ronda Rousey. Another rumor alert, ding, 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 heard from another source that the whole thing with Ronda Rousey, her leaving here soon, is actually part of the work, and she actually doesn't want to leave at all. So I'm really at a, at a, at a loss in terms of, like, what actually is going to happen with this, and I'm very intrigued because I kind of like how they're playing the social media game because they don't know. Same with Velveteen Dream. Ding, 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 another rumor alert. Once out, you saw the freaking post. Another big superstar through the NXT ranks who feels he's not being treated with respect. Is it a work? Is it not? I love it. But yes, moving forward. Yeah, no, let's let's break some of these down. It, it, you know, I, I think that you're definitely right as far as Velveteen. That, that for sure is a work. I mean, he is advertised for the Win Worlds Collide Tour or the tournament, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that this is just... Yeah, WWE finally learning to let their superstars use social media to help build their character, um, you know, outside of, of TV. Um, I, I think that the Ronda story's got a little bit more legs to it, if you ask me. Um, you know, yeah, I, I, I know that yes. you're hearing you're hearing that's a work. I'm hearing, you know, she wants to go and start a family. I'm hearing mm-hmm. she's off to go film a movie. Um, you know, either way, I think that she's built the the rapport backstage where, you know, if she wants out, they're going to let her go take some time away to go do whatever it is she wants to do and, and bring her back when she's ready to come back. I mean, you know, people say like, they think like she's, I took it as like, she's done with the WWE. She's like, just going to do a one year run. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, okay, maybe this should be a litany of reasons that she wants to take a break and could come back in the biggest way as a huge heel or as a massive face, like either way, it could be fantastic and just completely rigorize the women's division. And that's the thing. She's got a three-year deal right now. So, uh, and I think that that's where a lot of people are getting hung up on, you know, whether it's a work or whether it's a shoot or not, but it's, it, it really wouldn't be surprising if, you know, a star of her caliber, because she's, you know, essentially the female Brock Lesnar, that if she's got something worked out where they want to, you know, cut her a little early from a contract, you know, I, I can see them doing that for her because it's not likely that she's going to show up in, in AEW. It's not like she's going to go to Impact. She's not going to go to Ring of Honor or Japan. I mean, for her, it's WWE or bust. Um, so I, I, I think that she's probably, you know, the only superstar on the roster right now that if, if they were to decide, hey, you want out of your contract, we'll let you do it just because of everything that – that she's done for them over the last, uh, you know, year plus. So it, it, it's going to remain to be seen. And I think that it's, oh, it's no. going to, you know, have a lot of, have a lot of implications going into Sunday. Rhonda, Rhonda Rousey. She's great. I will miss her because I do truly believe she will be gone at least until, you know, honestly, this is how I think it'll play. I'll, I'll wrap it up on this. And I think we'll move on with the next segment of our, of our show. Uh, 
I think she's out after after WrestleMania. I think that's going to be the fact. She's going to lose her title, um, and she's going to come back. If she's having a child, she will not be back until after that child is born, which means who knows how long. So that could be, you know, going into next Money in the Bank. Like, not this Money in the Bank. Next Money in the Bank. Maybe even, like, next Royal Rumble. Two Royal Rumbles from now. But, like, if it's just, like, a movie thing and she's just going to go do that shit and come right back, I think she's going to be, you know, back at the next Royal Rumble. Which will be really cool because, you know, first time she came out, she didn't actually enter. She just uh, stood there. Uh, she actually answered. sweet. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's gonna be interesting. We'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, definitely can't wait for that. Can't wait to see her final couple matches. We're expecting maybe a handful, half a dozen left before she moves on. Maybe maybe more depending on how much her TV exposure will be. Yeah, I, mean, yes. I think that they'll get her a couple of Raws, uh, you know, at least going into WrestleMania. She'll probably have a, an appearance at Elimination Chamber. Um, and, and uh, I mean, obviously, she's, you know, at least my bold prediction, she's closing she's closing the show at Mania this year. I mean, whether it be against yeah. Charlotte and or Becky Lynch remains to be seen. But uh, I think that that's a good way to segue into, into back to the Royal Rumble because that's what's going to determine uh, where we're going to be come WrestleMania. So let's let's start with the men's Royal Rumble match. I mean, Absolutely. so far we've got about twenty three superstars confirmed, give or take. Um, what do you got? Who do you think is going to walk away with this? Again, uh, you know, uh, going for uh, certain people here, I always do a pick them with a friend, and it's usually seven. Pete, seven. You pick seven guys uh, to win it. And any of those guys win, you win the five bucks. It's five dollar holla. And the last three years, I've lost. And it's a little disappointing. But I fully expect to win this year. I had to pick top seven. He gets first pick, and I hope he doesn't pick the first one that I want to pick. And that is Seth Rollins to win. Uh, My next pick, I'd have to say, at least I'll do top three, I'd say, Randy Orton again, potentially, just because why not make him a three time? And then, if you, I would, it's tough. It's really tough on this last one. I would say Braun Strowman, since he lost, uh, lost the, uh, you know, title match opportunity for what he did to Vince McMahon's unless he's earned it back recently. And I missed that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think that, that for me, it, it's got to be Seth. I mean, the, the year that he's had, I mean, he has been the, the stalwart uh, of the company. Even before the the Roman Reigns uh, leukemia diagnosis, Seth has been just the workhorse, and he's been tearing it up and down, and you name it, as far as, as, far as you know, the matches he's done. Um, if if for some reason it's not Seth Rollins, I mean, my next pick was going to be Finn Balor, and we kind of talked about this before, but you know, plans obviously change in the WWE, and uh, not even 24 hours after we had that conversation about Finn winning the Rumble, he goes on and, and finds himself in the position to take on Brock uh, for the Universal title there. So, so you know, I, I don't necessarily be in the Rumble at that point. I, 
I can't see it. I can't see it. I mean, sometimes, you know, you'll see a challenger that, that loses their title match earlier in the night and then, you know, shows up in the rumble, but I can't, can't say that I see that for Finn this time. I mean, you know, he's, he's going to take Brock to the limit, but we'll have a little bit more on that later. Um, you know, if, I, I would also have to say that if it's, if it's not Seth Rollins, then give me some Drew McIntyre. You know, he, Drew McIntyre has, this WWE run has been some of the best stuff in his career. He, comes back with a different look and now that he's, you know, on his own and, and kind of taking the the roster by the horns and, and basically exposing it for, for people being, you know, unmotivated and, and unwilling to give that extra oomph to, to, to grab the brass ring. You know, he's still got that chosen one mentality and he very well could ride that wave into mania season and have a hell of a match with Brock Lesnar. So, um, you know, that's, that's my second choice. And, you know, I, I gotta say, I, I I like Mustafa Ali as a as a long shot here. I, he's definitely somebody that's gonna be in the final four, and the push that he has gotten, you know, since he's made that that main roster debut not even a month ago, it's been matches with AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan, and you know they they've all been spectacular. I mean, these are ones that could be you know easily some match of the year contenders. So. I'm really excited about about the plans that they have for him going forward. So give me some Mustafa Ali in there too. Nice, yeah. We can definitely see that as a wild card. Uh, he's definitely got the Seth Rollins look about him, and uh, you know, copying they say is finest form of flattery. And I wouldn't mind being Seth Rollins, that's for damn sure. But I will say, you know, just a reminder to anyone listening out there. But this is Eric Squared Circle. We cover everything there is wrestling um, when it comes to WWE, comes to AEW, comes to any kind of wrestling promotion that you may enjoy. We may not talk about Impact and Ring of Honor as much as we should, but down the road. But again, we mentioned some things that we love about the Rumble. Just the intensity, the emotion, the surprises that come with it. When you go back through all of the rumbles, you have top ten moments. If you can, we can both make our five each. Top ten total. What would those moments be? Starting number ten, I'll let you pick one. Whew, okay. Uh, I, I mean, I don't even know where I would begin, but I think that's something that's got to be on that list. If, if we're going to do this route is uh, CM Punk in 2010 when he was working straight edge society and uh, was one of the first two entrants in the rumble mm-hmm. eliminating everybody one by one, but cutting scathing promos in between each one. It, it just was some of the best work that he is. He has done. And that was definitely a period of time where he was very underrated as far as, you know, that, that incarnation of him. So, I mean, that's, that's definitely something that, that stands out to me. What about you at number nine, sir? I'd say my number nine is just a flashy one because my friends used to call me Flashy Ipkiss back in the day. So flashy. And I'm a big Kofi Kingston fan. He's had so many funny-ass moments in the Rumble, but my favorite one is when he, you know, got knocked out and then hand-standed, hand-stand-walked all the way back to the thing and put his feet onto the the, uh, stairs. And got back in. And I think he was like eliminated like two minutes later. It was like the funniest thing ever. I was just like, this guy 
does all this work to stay in for this much longer and is just immediately taken out. And it happened in every Rumble that he was in. That was just my favorite one. Yeah, call me crazy, but Kofi's got a Hall of Fame spot locked up for his Rumble spots alone. Oh, hell yeah. There, I said it. Oh, Kofi has a spot locked up. Tag team champion, multiple tag team champion. Uh, I'm pretty sure – I feel like he was a – I don't know. I don't know if he had any singles belts, honestly. Intercontinental U.S. champion, multiple tag team title Yeah, I feel like he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was right. He was. So, yeah, definitely definitely WWE Hall of Famer. Been doing it forever. Number eight for you. Uh, this is not necessarily the actual Royal Rumble match, but it is oh, it a, 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 a – yeah, and, and it's not. Um, I got to say, Triple H and Cactus Jack in 2000. I mean, that was an absolute bloodbath. And, I know. I mean, yeah. To, yeah. It, it was one of those things where Triple H has always been great about adapting his style to who he's in the ring with. So to see him get a little physical with – with Foley, um, you know, obviously the use of the, the thumbtacks and, and, you know, barbed wire two-by-fours and just absolutely brutal. I mean, that, that, that feud with Foley really kind of cemented him as, as a top heel in, in WWE. So it, it's just a match that's always going to stand out to me. Yeah, I'm going to – at number seven, I'm going to go with a similar one. When The Rock just kept beating down on Foley's head with that steel chair – they went up all up in the freaking stands. Foley jumps off there. He keeps beating his head in and just like makes him like like say I quit when he doesn't actually say I quit, but I quit, I quit, I quit. I was just like, holy shit, man. And he just super unique finish, yeah. Beating his head in and it was just like clearly giving him his back and then the rock's like, now fuck you, man. I'm bashing your big ass head in. So yeah. All right. With the rock man, and that that that, that rivalry was just, I just love it. Number six, I gotta say, Shawn Michaels, twenty ten. He has one goal in mind, and that is his rematch with Undertaker. And knowing that the Rumble was his last chance to make that happen, you know, fighting so 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 valiantly, and mm. to have you know, been eliminated by Batista in the way that he was and just the, the pure shock and emotion and everything in his face that, that, you know, kind of seeing the, the end of the line, um, you know, coming back in and giving Charles Robinson the, the, the sweet chin music and, and just kind of teeing off on everybody. It was, it was just something I'm I'm not going to forget it, you know, especially knowing, you know, kind of in hindsight that that was, that was really going to be the end of the road for Shawn Michaels. I mean, as far as a final Royal Rumble appearance, you know, that was pretty spectacular. Pretty, pretty spectacular. Number five for me, I just think uh, this is a tough one for me, but the ending to the, I believe it was the 1980, when Luger and Hart finished at the exact same time and remained double champions of the Rumble. 94, yeah. 94, I was right, 94. That was just like, what the hell, man? It's just like a kind of ridiculous. It's just an enigma to me, and it's just, it's just a moment that just sticks out in my mind, those two going over at the same time. It was just like, all right, then. Interesting. Interesting way to end a Rumble. Number four. Number four. Um, 
I, I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it, but we are embarking on 20 years since China entered at the number 30 spot and and had a brief run, eliminated Mark Henry, and then was eliminated by Steve Austin. And, you know, first woman to to enter the Rumble match and and obviously go on that year to win the Intercontinental title, compete in the, the King of the Ring tournament. I mean, you know, her contributions to the the women's evolution as a whole are, are something that shouldn't be overlooked. And, and as we're looking at that anniversary, I mean, that's obviously something that, that has to be to, has to be remembered here. She was a real trailblazer and and uh, definitely worthy of a Hall of Fame nod sooner rather than later. My next one, I'd say, would just be the entire 2002 Royal Rumble. That thing was absolutely insane. The fact that the Undertaker literally got eliminated by Ray Maven and goes on to absolutely beat the ever living shit out of him. And then throws him into the concessions, throws him into the freaking popcorn stand, feeds him with popcorn, bashes his head in with popcorn, and just continues to beat on him the entire rumble while they're both eliminated the entire time. Like, all my favorites, Triple H, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, then good, like, Big Show. All these guys are just... You know, going for it, going out. Not to mention the returns of Goldust, Godfather, Mister Perfect. God, I mean, God, Godfather, just, out. just Mr. such Tester. a stacked, stacked Rumble, and obviously the return of Triple H from injury. I mean, got a massive, yeah, massive pop. You know, going in there and and yeah, yeah, and winning the whole thing. And it was really the turnaround for Triple H's career. I feel like um, I know he had been champion before that, but I feel like he truly became the game after he did that, and he kind of, like, owned the Attitude Era. Yeah, I mean, you know, he goes on that year to to beat Jericho at WrestleMania for the Undisputed title, and, you know, we kind of had the seeds planted for the beginning of Evolution. So, yeah, definitely cemented him as, as the guy and, and kind of got him back on, on track uh, as to, you know, what they had planned for him. So definitely a, definitely a good way to, to kick off kind of the back nine of, of his career, more or less. Right, right. So yeah, that's my number three. Number two, um, I gotta say, it, it, and it's a bit of a tie here, just because they both kind of had epic returns. But John Cena in two thousand eight and Edge in two thousand ten, um, you, you know, both both coming together. back. Yeah, both coming back from injury. Both just you know, crowds became unglued just because. I mean. Mm-hmm. What was what was really you know staggering about it was that both of these guys were out were expected to be out way longer than than they actually were. I mean you know Edge tearing the Achilles in 2010 and mm-hmm. Cena tearing that pec muscle. I mean they they both you know cut their recovery time you know pretty drastically. So to have them both come back, return, win it, and and end up in in main events, you know, definitely speaks to you know, their resolve and, and wanting to come back and get back out there and, and perform. And, you know, obviously, a, a you know, just additional notches and, you know, one Hall of Famer's career and a future Hall of Famer's career. So I'm on to the number one, and you're welcome to have your own number one. Oh, I do. So I have my number one, and I'm going to say it now. 2016, AJ Styles enters at number three is my favorite moment of it. Like, the fact that AJ Styles came out 
the way it all happened. Edge of Sauce coming out, number three, 2016. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I marked out pretty hardcore when that when that marked happened. Out pretty hard. That that's probably my number one like favorite. That's probably why that rumble like kind of even though Triple H kind of it was pretty predictable in the way it ended. Dean was in at the end and AJ Styles and was like, Oh hell yes. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was definitely something. I mean, you know, I I don't think at the time that I had heard that he was confirmed to be even signing with WWE. So, you know, to have him, have him come out and have it be just a genuine surprise. Definitely. Definitely was great. And he's gone on to, you know, take these last three years and have a hell of a run. Yes, sir. And yours. My all time rumble moment is 1995. Shawn Michaels wire to wire. I mean, it's just the most iconic Thing ever. One foot touched the ground. I, the I was Michaels say, rule. I was going to say that one earlier, but I didn't feel like it deserved anything but a number one. Yeah. Like one of the top two spots. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, that that was just a, a very, very magical run for him. And, and it really kind of kick-started the, the, the showstopper, the main event, the icon that, that we know and love today. Yes, absolutely. And sticking on, you know, the history of the WWE, uh, going back on Rumbles, you know, we, we look back on, you know, big-time Hall of Famers and champions who have not won the Rumble, who have been eliminated every single time they've entered. And I have one name particularly in mind that has not won the Rumble. Yet, this individual has spent more time in the Rumble than more superstars have combined. And I'm talking about the one, the only, the Ayatollah of rock and roll, Y2J, Chris Jericho, who I don't even know if he'll be back in the WWE anytime soon. And I'm fine with that. At least not for the next three years anyway. I am very happy with Chris Jericho. And I, he's still, him and AJ Styles are my two favorite you know, superstars. So, Chris Jericho not winning the Royal Rumble, even though he spent, he's the 63, 62 minute man. So, it's like, spent more time in a single Rumble than any other guy, but he just can't get it done. Can't get that, can't get that Rumble, that Rumble win. Like, first battle Hall of Famer. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, if we're if we're gonna go along the lines of goats to never win the rumble, I mean, you know, yeah, definitely Jericho, um, Kane, you know, record for yeah. eleven eliminations that stood yeah. for over ten years. Um, Still you has know, the most overall eliminations, forty nine, I think. Well, like, yeah, forty nine. He either, he either has the most or is tied with Shawn Michaels. No, he's yeah. Michael, no, sure. I'm 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 pretty sure that he is uh he is up ooh, there ooh, or ooh, shared ooh, that ooh, record. Fact check time. Fact check time. We got there on some like uh, you know like actual thing I can turn on like that makes noise. <laughs> like all right, we got to do a fact check here. Most uh most oh my word this um, overall. Eliminations. Ah. <laughs> it knew what I was going to say. 
So it looks like yes, Kane is number one with forty four. Second, second is a tie between Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker. Gotcha. 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 Sounds good. Sounds good. So I like. Man, I'm tired of being right. Huh? No, I'm not. Don't get used to it. (laughs) Oh, oh, I will. But anyway, let me let me ask you this: Uh, Any surprise entrance you're thinking about this year? Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking. I mean, it's kind of along the lines of it goes along the lines we were gonna go into another topic that who's our NXT choices for that, and I think Velveteen Dream is gonna enter. He's gonna be one of the surprise entrants. I also think non NXT person will be. I've heard I've heard rumors against rumors of Carlito maybe coming back, which could be interesting. See what see what he's looking like. Uh, But I don't know anything other than that. uh, What are you What are you hearing? What are you thinking? Uh, well, if we're, uh, I'll break this into surprises and then NXT just because I think they both merit a little bit more discussion. Um, I mean, obviously, it's coming out today that Abyss and Sanjay Dutt are likely mm-hmm. to sign with mm-hmm. WWE in the coming days. I wouldn't mind seeing you know either one of them make a make a surprise cameo. Um, you know, kind of give them where they are in their careers. I don't see much more. Than that, and then you know, sparing use in in NXT at least for Sanjay, and then main roster definitely for Abyss. Um, I, I definitely think that they're more headed towards backstage roles, either as producers or agents. But you know, it makes for some nice surprises here. I mean, I think that you know, everybody's got general familiarity with with Abyss, uh, aka Kane Light. But um, yeah, no, I, I think I'd love to see what what they. You know, what kind of reaction they get, you know, coming into this world. So that, you know, I'm, I'm definitely interested in seeing if they show up. And then I, I got to tell you, man, I part of me wants to hold out some hope for Kenny the Cleaner. Yeah, it's not going to happen, my man. A guy can dream, E, okay? It, it, it would not be surprising if, you know, WWE finds a way to buy out the remaining, you know, days of his contract so that he can show up at the rumble as a, as a one-off surprise. I mean, imagine, you know, that, that reaction, especially for the first, you know, for a stadium show like Chase field that they're going to have, um, you know, Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm still going to hold out hope. What can I say? Unless they have some like deal with the WWE and the AEW, which I highly doubt that would happen, but they would just like, you know, show their superstars out. Um, yeah, I mean, it would be amazing. I mean, it would be, be quite the uh, show, I must say, because you know that <laughs> I don't even know if I can put a percentage on it. I feel like almost 100% of every single person that's willing to pay for tickets to go to a Royal Rumble show knows what the Bullet Club is and knows who a- knows what AEW is at this point. Like, if you're willing to go to this, other than, like, like little kids, you know, you know about the elite being the elite, BEC. So it's like being the elite, BEC. So yeah, that's just that's my that's my piece. So uh, what about some NXT appearances in the Rumble? Let's start with the men's match. What are you thinking? Oh well, yeah, I mean Velveteen. I think he's definitely locked for that. Uh, obviously, uh, I would love it. 
just for like a one-off, just for the Rumble. I mean, he'd still be doing his run in NXT, Adam Cole. So it would just be like just an entrance, and then he wouldn't really have any storylines from that. He'd come come up eventually, obviously. Yeah, I mean, you you have to think at least with Dream, he's he's due to get called up any day now. I mean, especially with kind of what we're seeing on these, you know, on these tweets that he's sending out about not appearing and not doing this and not doing that. I mean, I, I definitely think that he's gone going to garner some buzz by you know by making an appearance in the match. Um, then I got. I, I think that we're we're gonna have a Johnny Gargano sighting. Uh, I I don't necessarily see him walking out of Takeover as a winner, but we'll we'll get to that later. But yeah, no, I think that that Johnny is is gonna gonna make a brief appearance there. Um, mm-hmm. Possibly Alistair Black. I, I think that it would be mm-hmm. pretty cool to see Gargano and Black kind of carry that feud back over into the rumble match and kind of had that standoff moment as, as a reset, you know, midway through the match. Um, and then just as kind of a fun spot, give me some Matt Riddle on the rumble. Get it. Get Matt. He's, I mean, he's pretty new, but that would be pretty sweet. I would, I'd be down for some, down for some Riddle. Yeah. I mean, you know, Chase, Chase, Feel just you know screaming bro for twenty minutes. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I love it. And then we got to get a bro chant. Everybody, we're still in production. This is our inaugural show of the Eric Squared Circles podcast. We focus on the squared circle. That is the wrestling ring. Whether it be the overseers, you know who they are. Whether it be Ring of Honor, the owner that is of rings. Whether it be AEW, the new form AEW of the Elite, which I am very excited for. And also, you know, full show coming on that soon. TNA, all that stuff. We're excited to talk about all of it this entire year, 2019. Expect at first weekly episodes. Uh, You know, once we get our bearings, it's going to be a lot more consistent, a lot more frequent, especially we want to give people who love wrestling what they want, and that is talking about wrestling and different rumors, topics, issues that are coming up. And we will discuss everything, anything and everything that involves the, uh, you know, entertainment sport of wrestling. Going forward through the show here, we're sitting at a little bit of time. We've gone over everything that we can, at least when it comes to the Rumble. I feel like um, we're going to sit here and enjoy the Women's Rumble just as much as we're going to enjoy the Men's Rumble. Uh, maybe even more, you know, they're very competitive. They're very creative in their feuds and it can form all kinds of feuds going forward. Going into WrestleMania, what are you thinking again? Going for going with the women's from the match, who do you like and why? Man, where do I begin? Um, I, I think that you know my my prediction right now, Becky Lynch. She's she's the hottest thing in the company right now. She's I want her. I you want know, her. got I want her. I want her in my life. I got the her. crowd palm her hand, face. Dude. I want her. I want her to punch me in the face. And then sit on my face, and then punch me in the face again, and then maybe one punch in the gut, just to show me that I'm, you know, I'm, I will obey her rules. I'm just like, so fire. Her hair is fire. She's fire. God, I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Becky is is easily the the favorite going into this because she you know she didn't want she wants ronda rousey she wants that main event she staked her claim in the go home smackdown and basically said that 
that's where I'm going with this. And, and, uh, you know, I, I know that she's got the, the women's championship match. Um, I can't necessarily say that I see her walking out with that, you know, with that title and that's okay. Um, you know, I, I think that Oscar needs to reclaim some of that momentum. So I, I could easily see, I could easily see something where, um, you know, she she obviously loses that match, and you know, it, at least by my counting, there's still about nine spots uh, left open in the rumble. Um, I could I could see her claiming you know one of those and being kind of a surprise entrant. It also wouldn't surprise me if um, you know the the Carmella winning the mixed match challenge and getting her number thirty. If if that's kind of a red herring to throw us off, and and next thing we know, we cut to the back and we see Becky. With Carmella and the disarmor, and basically says, "I'm taking your spot and coming out and, and cleaning the house." Um, you know, if, uh, there's really no reason to not pull the trigger on Becky Lynch and have the hottest superstar in your company, Absolutely. you know, closing the show at, at WrestleMania. So, give me some Becky Lynch. Hot, hot, love it, love her. Can't wait to see what happens with her. Really does deserve, you know, a good push, heel or non-heel. Love it. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. Now, moving forward through the show, uh, we all, you know, discussing, you know, the women's match, um, you know, the women's Royal Rumble match. You know, I feel, you know, pretty strongly that Becky Lynch will win um, if she goes, you know, if she goes ahead and competes after, you know, facing Ronda. So, yeah. I like Becky. I like Charlotte. Like I told you, you know, last week. Charlotte just goes, she's just pay-per-view, she's money on pay-per-view. So, give me some Charlotte, potentially some, uh, mm, mm, mm. I think I could see Natalia making it, a, you know, a good run, but she's not going to win, unfortunately. And I'd like to say that we're overlooking the fact that the Royal Rumble is going to mark the return of Little Miss Bliss to the ring since October. Um Alexa Bliss finally getting cleared to compete. She's been dealing with some concussion issues. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I'm I'm really excited to to see if she's you know gonna get back to where she was. And it's seeming like we're gonna get a, a face Alexa Bliss, which which could be interesting. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think that it freshens things up and on the red brand as far as the women's division goes. And um, you know, I I think that we're we're gonna see a great showing from Alexa. And possibly the start of a a feud with Lacey Evans. Um, you know, the go home show on Monday night had Lacey interrupt a moment of bliss for talk show, and and you know, other than the delivery of Lacey's promo, I think it did enough to show that she's you know ready to kind of take the main roster by the horns and 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 you know compete with the best of them there and I, I can't think of a better first feud for Lacey than Alexa Bliss um they've got such contrasting styles and such contrasting looks that you know I I think that we're really in for something special there and and hopefully we get a little little taste of that come Sunday excellent yeah I uh I love that there's two rumble matches and you know I'm going to critique each one I'm going to make an honest assessment to which one I think was more entertaining, more, uh, you know, enthralling. Very excited. Very anticipatory. Uh, I feel like last year's Rumble was good, uh, but overall, it uh, wasn't 
uh, is where I wanted to be. Uh, the first women's rubble was great. Uh, let's get both both going both times. I like it. Next up, we got the universal title match: Finn Balor and Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, e, did you really, you know, did you picture Finn, you know, even have a sh- having a shot at being in this match? I mean, once. You know, unfortunately, Roman went out, you know, with his illness. I I could have expected a lot of things. Um, So, yeah, I mean, Finn, I mean, of anybody that deserves an actual shot, I mean, he has for years. I mean, ever since he had to give up his title because of his shoulder, I'm just like, he just needs to get a legit shot, you know. Actually, he has not. So, that's just for finally, but... It's just not in a good spot, obviously. Um, I'm not going to let Lesnar lose, unfortunately. You're not. No, you say, do it. You say that, but I, I got to tell you, I disagree. I, 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 my prediction's Finn for this one. I think if there was ever a time to show that they are serious about creative change and and looking at the direction in which they're taking their brand, they got to start with that universal title. You know, it, it's it's a glorified toy and has been for the last several years now. And, you know, I, th- I think the appeal and the lure of a part-time champion was, was great to start, but no more of it. I, I think that Finn is the guy to to really usher in this new era. And, you know, I, I think that a, a Bauer-Rollins main event at WrestleMania could steal the show. It would be fantastic. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense for, you know, purposes for the WWE to be more, you know, not so clunky, not so giant sweaty man. Vince McMahon loves big sweaty man. man. He loves them. And I, you know, I'm fine with having athletic rigid, edgy, well-rounded superstars that are going to make sure that this championship means something, even though I'm not a huge fan of the design, which I have my own little course. I think it would make it even sweeter. But, you know, it still needs to be in the right hands. And Brock Lesnar, I don't even know. He can't. He wants to go to UFC. He wants to go to WWE. He doesn't, doesn't do either. He just has this. I don't even – where does he even keep it? You know, where does he keep it? Does just Paul Heyman just have it in his, like, with him all the time? And he just hands it to him when he comes up to the, to the arena? Like, but how does, I always think about these things. It's crazy. <laughs> well, I, I think that, you know, that, like I said, this is, this is the time that you do it. I mean, I don't think that they would go the route of having Vince come out and say, you know, look at all of these guys and then look at you, you know, and, and really kind of, you know, blurring the lines because we know, like you said, big sweaty men, that's what Vince loves. And, you know, Finn is not one of those guys. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, that, that interaction with Vince on TV and kind of getting that, that underdog rub. And then his his matches with his matches with Drew McIntyre. I mean, he got a clean, a clean Mm. pinfall over McIntyre on raw, you know, Mm. about two, three weeks ago. Mm. And then going into the fatal four way match. And, you know, even then he had to qualify against gender to get there. 
And perhaps the biggest thing is, I mean, he, he got a clean win over Cena too in order to get into that match. So it, it they're obviously building towards something, and mm-hmm. why not pull that trigger on Sunday? Right. No, I mean, that would be fantastic. I'm picturing it in my mind. Coup de gras to the face of Lesnar, to his big, burly chest, that stupid tattoo he's got on his chest. It's dumb. I'm sorry. It's dumb. And it would be great. And it would set up such a fantastic match. Whoever wins the Rumble, you know they're going for the Universal Championship. Because <laughs> AJ Styles is just freaking hot fire right now. You ain't touching that freaking WWE Championship. And, yeah, I mean, that I am fully on board with that happening. But me, when it comes to the WWE, I'm a pessimist. And I do not expect that to happen. Well, we'll see. I got enough hope for the both of us. Good, good, good. That's that's the important part. But yeah, moving forward in the card, uh, we mi- who are we missing? Who are we missing on the card right now? WWE Championship match. We got Daniel Bryan, the new Daniel Bryan, taking on the the phenomenal AJ Styles. Mm. Who you got? Oh, I got AJ returning, uh, retaining. Uh, the face retaining his championship. But he's not Rumble. the champion. Daniel Bryan's the champion. No, I know. No, I'm not retaining. Yeah, there you go. Same the thing. You he's are. Not retaining. He's going to return regain. his title. Get his regain. God. I swear. It gets late, man. I've been thinking all day. It gets late in here. But yes, he's going to regain his championship at the same pay-per-view. He lost it uh, two years Two years ago to John Cena. So, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, that was two years ago. He's going to win that baby back from the new DB. He's going to be in WrestleMania again against Daniel Bryan, probably. Yeah. Honestly, and, no rematch clause. It's just everyone will want the rematch. See, I, I think that we will likely see Bryan versus Styles again. However, I think that we're going to see a no contest on Sunday. Hmm. Just with everything that's happened the last few weeks between these two, I mean, fighting the concession stands and, and brawls breaking out all over the place and, you know, the the moderation by Mr. McMahon gone bad on the go-home show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, this is this is just going to be a – this is going to be a fight. And, and I'm definitely here for it because this is – Arguably, some of the best work of Dana Bryan's career. You know, the, this he he comes off as this attitudinal uh, hippie, more or less, and it, it just works for him. I mean, everything from changing up his look to looking a little bit more uh, deranged, and and you know, wearing the the Kurt Cobain sweaters, and and you know, calling everybody fickle, and just. Mm-hmm. Everything about it, everything about it just works. And, and I'm definitely excited to to see what more they have him do as a heel. And, and I, I can see that, you know, playing a factor into how this match ends. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to argue. I'm going to go no contest here. Interesting. Interesting. I about that. You want to bet on that? Yeah. 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 What, uh, what are you thinking there, sir? about $5 hot. Done. I'm betting AJ Styles 
he's a Halloweener. So if AJ Styles doesn't win and Daniel Bryan retains, retains, it's a push. Then we push it to uh, Finn beating Brad Lesnar. I got Lesnar. Whoever wins that, if it's a push. All right. I got two five dollar hada now. Two five dollar hada. So next we got the SmackDown Women's title. We got Asuka taking on Becky Lynch. Uh, we kind of got into this a little bit earlier, but I I think that it's pretty safe to say that Asuka is going to walk away with this one. Um, you know, uh, Becky's got her sights on Ronda, and I think she cares a little bit more about that than than necessarily what she's got going with Asuka here. And that's fine. Um, you know, Asuka needs to to recapture some some of that magic that, you know, she lost coming up from NXT. I mean, you know, I, I would say outside of winning the first Women's Royal Rumble, it wasn't necessarily the greatest year for Asuka. Um, having the undefeated streak come to a close at WrestleMania by tapping out just, I don't know about you, but left a, left a pretty sour taste in my mouth. Um, and, and it took her a while to, to kind of get back to that main event scene. And, you know, for a while there, I, I thought that she was going to be sliding into the women's tag team division with, with Naomi, um, which I didn't necessarily hate either, but I do like that she's, you know, back at the top of the mountain now. And I, I think that with every win that she racks up, she's going to start to get that, that head again and get that, um, you know, that aura around her that we saw, you know, so long in NXT. So I, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely excited to see that. Um, what say you? Well, I definitely have Oscar winning. She needs to win more um, in terms of the crowd, in terms of like who's, uh, you know, feeling it, I guess. I, uh, even though Asuka's the champion, I just felt like, like you said, after losing to Ron, uh, after losing to Charlotte, it's just kind of like, I was surprised as well. I was kind of like, what the hell? I thought she was about to win. And then she does get tapped out. I'm like, it's a bit odd. I was just taking her from the left field. So yeah, Asuka definitely needs to win more, and I think she will get it. I think Becky will enter the Rumble. They have a very good chance of winning. If not winning. Absolutely. And then we got the Raw Women's title. Ronda Rousey, Sasha Banks. Ronda and Sasha. Ronda and Sasha. Ronda. I think I told you this in in private that Ronda Rousey is very good. I like, I mean, her several few matches just to start were, you know, you know, really good. They were, you know, didn't she didn't really mess up. I mean, she had a couple minor little things, but Really good, really impressive on that kind of a stage, that start. I yeah, I mean, she picked up win. on the business crazy quick. I do expect her to win, and uh, especially if she's actually going to be taking a break here soon. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't see how you get to the main event of WrestleMania without Ronda Rousey. It just has to happen. Um, you know, Sasha's at a point where the loss doesn't hurt terribly. But I, I have to say that I do like that that Sasha's starting to get that edge back. You know, when she was 
she was the boss, man. That 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 2014 2015 NXT just it it just really hasn't translated all that well over to the to the main roster and and I certainly like the Boston Hug connection don't get me wrong but uh we're, we we need a little bit more you know edge and fight out of her and and I'm hoping that Ronda is going to bring that out in her I I fully expect this to become a a you know who's got the better submission who is going to make the other one tap I think that's really what it's what it's going to come down to and and even if Sasha you know does tap it's not anything that could that would hurt her too terribly um, because I still think that she's going to go on to elimination chamber. Going to be one half of the first women's tag team champions. You're um, with my bad keep up on WWE TV. You're going to have to let me know who's like teams. Um, I'm not going to. Nobody's been, nobody's been announced yet, but uh, at at this point, I mean, I I certainly have my predictions as to who we're going to see from, from both brands. I can do, but uh, yeah, no, I I imagine we'll be doing an elimination chamber show here relatively soon. And and we'll definitely be breaking it down. I'm excited for that. It's well overdue for women's tag team champions. So they're going to have a SmackDown and a Raw women's tag title champions. No, it's it's one belt. It's going to be across uh, both brands. Yeah, yeah. All I right. mean, you know, they've they've got the depth on on both of it on both shows. Uh, right. So we'll we'll see what they do with it. But yeah, no. At this point, um, yeah, three teams from Raw, three teams from ta- from SmackDown, all gonna duke it out in the Elimination Chamber. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah, I definitely think Ruby Riot and and oh my God, what's, what's her name? From Kentucky. Uh, Sarah Logan. Be, yeah, that's definitely a team from SmackDown. Um, Boston Hug Connection, um, the Iconics, the Mandy Iconics. Rose, Sonia Deville. Um, Sonia Deville, and Naomi, and somebody. I don't even know. Yeah, she, and, and I think yeah, Naomi. Naomi. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to guess Lana. That's going to be my bold prediction yeah, is that Lana Naomi's going to team up with Lana. They both, uh, they, they kind of had that, that bring it on type. Have, going earlier in the year, and now that Naomi's kind of slid into this this angle with with uh, Mandy and and fighting over over Jimmy Uso, um, it's it's been pretty entertaining. Hmm. I think uh, also they're going to have obviously you know six teams from each brand potentially. No, it's it's to fight for that right to get in the elimination chamber. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would expect to see some, some qualifying matches uh, mm. for sure. But so I, I think it's as well. yeah, I think it's safe to say that there are some teams that are that are a lock. I mean, obviously Boston Hug Connection, um, you know, the Iconics in there. Um, you know, I, I would imagine that they're a team that is is going to be eliminated rather quickly in that match. But nonetheless, I mean, they're they're one of the few packaged women's tag teams that, that, you know, came in that way. So I, I, I think that they at least uh, are going to take part in the match. Um, but I, I can't necessarily say that I see them winning it just yet. Um, and then who knows, maybe we'll get a, a dark horse team like the Bellas or something. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be definitely a raw team. Uh, you see like raw has been pretty bad about keeping up on, just everything raw 
Uh, so, but still very excited for the tag women's tag women's championship, um, or you know, for that to be announced uh, coming up. So, yeah, I mean, right now we're sitting at an hour and uh, talked about. We still got one more match, man. Final match. You got to remind me. SmackDown Live Tag Team Titles, the bar, the bar. going to be taking on the team of The Miz and Shane That's McMahon. Right. I saw Shane McMahon and The Miz are now a tag team, which I definitely think they will lose. The bar. The bar looks really good. Gotta say, I disagree with you. Disagree with me all night. That's great, though. Makes me good. Yeah, I, 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 Miz and Shane, I think, are going to walk away with the titles here. And, and I only say that because. This has been one of the more awkward builds, I think, yeah. as far as a story standpoint that, that Shane McMahon has ever been involved with. Um, you know, Miz is playing his part to perfection. It, it's been great to see him kind of turn into a a baby face, and he's he's got a he's got a knack for it. I gotta yeah. say, I mean, you know, everybody loves heel Miz, but you know, as a face, he's he's you know that guy that's looking for everybody's approval and and wanting to to get along and be the best and rah rah go team um you know and and shane has begrudgingly gotten on board with that um you know whether that turns into anything super super lengthy you know who's to say but i i really don't see how you break this team up or start the the feud if it's you know to happen at wrestlemania Without these tag team yeah. titles, I think yeah. I mean, I I'd say if I had to, if I'm rooting for I'm rooting for Miz and Shane. I mean, I I love the Miz and Shane. I, you can take him or leave him. Uh, he has his moments. I, I'll say that. I'll say that when he returned, that pop was pretty good. That was a pretty good pop when he came back. Um, but yeah, I would definitely be down for some Miz, Mc, Miz Man. How about that? Some Miz Mac Man. Or some Mac Mismin or something. You know, we'll figure it out. Figure that out because they don't even have a team name, I'm pretty sure. We can give them a team name. That's okay. They're they're co-besties. That's all that oh, matters. Oh, they're co-besties? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Both best in the world. Co-besties. There you go. I like it. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. So we still got to talk a little bit of TakeOver, man. We, we got that Saturday mm-hmm. night. And I, I got to say, this is this is going to be a hell of a show. Uh, we got the NXT title, Tommaso Ciampa defending against Aleister Black. Um, Ciampa, give him all of the year-end awards that you got. And if you run out, make some more. Ciampa has been at his best uh, since coming back from, from that ACL injury. So, I... I, I yeah, and this is no disrespect to Black, but I I just don't see it happening here. Um, you know, Champa has a stranglehold on that title, so mm-hmm. yeah, Champa for the win all day. Yep. We got the NXT Women's Title mm-hmm. match: Bianca Belair and Shayna Baszler, and this one definitely has the potential to be you know match of the night and definitely a match of the year contender. Bianca Belair is more than ready to to carry the ball in in that women's division. I mean, she's still undefeated. Something that that Shayna Baszler can't say. Um, you know, Bianca has drawn praise from 
you know, just about everybody under the sun, you know, Charlotte Flair thinks that she's a stud and, and basically just has success written all over. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that if anybody can do it and anybody can beat Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair, um, definitely think that we're going to get some Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke in the mix here, but I, I don't think it's going to be enough to, to stop Bianca from taking what's hers. Um, right. You know, Shayna's somebody that's – the. It, 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 I don't know. I have a love hate thing with Shayna Baszler. You know, I, I, she's a great in ring talent. Don't get me wrong, but her character is basically that she's a high school gym mm-hmm. teacher. Like that, that's it. That is, you know, there, there's not a whole lot there, at least for me, anyway. Um, as far as what she can do, so I, I, I could see her spending a little bit more time down in NXT. But you know, Bianca Belair definitely uh deserves a run with with that title and and i'm really hoping to see that happen on saturday that should be great i uh i can't wait to get more in tune with that on uh on saturday night and enjoy that show with with shannon baylor uh bianca belair it's gonna be a great show great fight what what would you say we've uh you know what are you looking forward to the most yeah, come out on takeover. Uh, oof, that's that's gonna be tough. I mean, overall, it, the the entire card is 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 great. I mean, you know, the next match we got is uh, Ricochet taking on Johnny Gargano for the North American Championship. Um, I'm I'm really loving the the blurring the lines of of Johnny Gargano that's that's happened here. I mean, obviously, you know, he he makes a de facto heel turn by by admitting that he was the guy that took out Aleister Black all those months ago mm-hmm. and and put him on the shelf, mm-hmm. um, basically to to you know get his opportunities at the NXT Championship. Um, you know, we're starting to see that that begrudging alliance between Gargano and, and Champa again um, over the last couple of months. I mean, they, they very much remind me of Triple H and Shawn Michaels, best of friends, worst of enemies. And it, it, it's just made for some, some really great television over these last couple of months. Excellent. And, and Ricochet is just on fire. He always has he been, um, you know, it, it, it it's definitely going to be a hard-hitting, high-flying match, but um, I got to say, I, I think that Ricochet is going to going to retain here. Um, Johnny Gargano is more than ready for the main roster, um, and and I could see this kind of being his curtain call on Saturday, and 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 making a a pop-up appearance in the Rumble, and and you know possibly debuting you know a couple weeks down the line. But Ricochet, you know, I think could use a few more months with with the belt. I mean, there there really is no reason to to take it off of him anytime soon unless he's going to, you know, get a main roster bump as well. Absolutely. Uh he hasn't even been there a full year yet. Uh, he needs to uh, at least build his character up a little bit more through the NXT ranks and then his uh his arrival into the main roster whenever it be and however it be is just going to Oh, it'll pop it. If they do it right, it'll pop hard. It'll be fantastic. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, we've also got the NXT tag team titles on the line where we've got Undisputed Era's Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly nice. 
taking on the War Raiders, uh, Hanson and Rowe. Oh, these, these guys have been at it for months and, and dating dating back to War Games. Um, yeah. You know, if, if if that was any indication of what these guys are going to do, um, you know, that's that's definitely going to be a match that that kicks off the show and, and gets gets that crowd hot. I mean, if anybody can do it, it's it's them. Um, yeah, give me some undisputed era. They're they're on fire right love, now. Um, love me some Adam Cole, yeah. baby. It's good stuff. Very yeah, good. whoever decided that uh, Roddy needed to join uh, was probably the best decision I think that they could have made. You know, it's it's one of those why didn't it happen from the very beginning kind of things. If you ask me. Definitely. Yeah. Well, man. And then we got one more. Oh, we got yeah. uh, Cassius Ono. Cassius Ono. Cassius Ono. Matt Roto. Matt Riddle. Oh, me. he's um, facing. Yeah. He's facing Cassius Ono. The bro. Yeah. Bro versus Ono. The bro versus Ono. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, Matt Riddle all day. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah, unfortunately, because I, you know, Cassius Ono, man, love him. Pretty sure he's from Dayton, Ohio. He is, and Jobber to the Jobber, stars. Man. No, he's 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 a worker, man. I love it. Good good man. But yeah, Riddle's, he is. Riddle's, he is. Riddle's, uh, he's, uh, he's like, uh, main event potential. So he needs to build up good. Yeah, he's, he's got the look. He's got the personality. I mean, you know, he's, he's, to, to borrow from Conrad Thompson, he's over like Grover right now. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, this is, this is just the beginning for him. Excellent. Excellent. I'm super excited for the weekend. You know how I feel about this weekend. In wrestling, it is my favorite. I do love WrestleMania, but this just is it's just the best. And I, you know, want to wrap up saying, you know, this is our inaugural episode. It's uh, more to come with, you know, everything changes, everything evolves, even the WWE, just like Eric Squared Circle. You'll see absolutely more information, better, you know, story more structure we'll see how it goes i'm super excited it's okay we're a work in progress all day every day and make sure you follow along with us on facebook at eric squared circle show instagram and twitter and don't forget to use the hashtag e squared circle show squared circle it's gonna be great we'll get a good song we'll figure that out any last thoughts eric It's gonna be a hell of a weekend. It's gonna be a hell of a weekend. So uh, yeah, let's, let's let's get it going. And Can't wait to talk about it. Next thanks week. everybody for for tuning in. Yes, sir. You have a good night. You too. Later days.